0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 21 is going to be from... Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 through 20. If Christians do not go, then they cannot evangelize and bring the lost to Christ. Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 through 20 says, "Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo I'm with you always, even to the end of the age." Amen. Jesus had just commanded his disciples to go. And the reason he was commanding his disciples to go was to make disciples of all nations, go to the world and teach them the gospel, the saving message, so that their souls can be saved and that they might have an opportunity of going to heaven. In First Peter chapter 3 and verse 21, the Bible says, And the like figure one to baptism doth now also save, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In Peter, Peter emphasizes that baptism doth now also save. How will the world know that baptism is necessary for salvation if the disciples of Christ are not going into the world and making more disciples, teaching them about baptism, teaching them to observe all things that Jesus had commanded. And one of the things that Jesus had commanded is for us to go and to teach the lost. In Isaiah chapter 6, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. And he said, Go, and tell this people, keep on hearing, but do not understand, keep on seeing, but do not perceive, make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. And so Isaiah told God, here I am, send me. I'm the one that will go for you. I am the one that will teach these people the message of God so that they can hear and be healed. God told Isaiah in verse 8, And also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? You see, God was sending out someone into the world to teach them the message of the gospel. He was sending Isaiah to his people. And Isaiah said, Here I am. Send me. This needs to be our attitude when it's concerning God. Here I am, God. Send me. I know that the world needs your message, and I am going to be your messenger. Send me to a lost and dying generation so that I can help bring people to you. In verse 10 It says make the heart of the people dull and their ears heavy and shut their eyes lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. The only way that this is going to happen is if there is someone to teach the message. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 14 The Bible says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? You see, Isaiah said, here I am, send me, because he understood this verse from Romans chapter 10 and verse 14. Even though it was written many years later, Isaiah understood that if no one was sent, then the people could not hear the message of God. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 14, again, it says, How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? The church needs to understand this principle today, that the world cannot hear the saving message of the gospel unless we preach it. We have to have the attitude that Isaiah had. Here I am, Lord, send me. I will be your messenger. I will say what needs to be said. I will go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. If we do not go, then the people are going to be in the same predicament as they were during Isaiah's time. And in verse 9 of Isaiah chapter 6, it says, And he said, Go and tell this people, keep on hearing, but do not understand, keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. You see, they cannot do any of those things. They can't see with their eyes and they can't hear with their ears unless there is someone that is going to take the message to them like Isaiah did. Here I am, send me. Now, the people of Isaiah's time were not listening to the gospel. In verse 9, it says, And he said, Go and tell this people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. You see, this people were, was hearing the message of the gospel, but they were not understanding it. They didn't want to understand it. They persecuted Isaiah for telling it to them. But that does not take away our responsibility, nor did it take away Isaiah's responsibility to have the attitude of, Here I am, send me. In Matthew chapter 10, Verses 6 and 7, we have the limited commission given to Jesus to the disciples to go to the Jews. And in Matthew chapter 10, verses 6 through 7, the Bible says, But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus told his disciples, As you go, preach. And that's the way that we need to have our mindset today as well. As we go, preach. When we're at the marketplace, when we're at the grocery store, when we're taking our children to school, when we're at the park allowing our children to play, as we go, preach the gospel. Teach the world because in Romans chapter 10 and verse 14, the verse that we used just a few minutes ago, how can they hear unless there is a preacher? You see, they need the saving message of the gospel. The world needs it. Because according to 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 and following, Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. For all that is of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father. You see, everything that is in the world is not of God. And we have to be a people taking the message of God to the world so that they can come out of the world and be saved. Just like Jesus told his disciples here, as you go, preach saying the kingdom of God is at hand. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, Jesus again would give the great commission, and he would say, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Go into all the world. We have a responsibility as people of God to take the message to the entire world. And how is this going to be done? But as we go about our lives, preach the gospel. This means we need to know the gospel in order to preach it. And so we have to have studied the gospel, Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth." And so we take that study... And we take it to the world and we teach the world the saving message of the gospel so that they can be saved. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16 again. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. We are shown what the message of the gospel is here. What are we to preach unto all the world? He who believes and is baptized. Well, if that's how they are to be saved, then that is the message that we must be Preaching unto them, baptism, just as Peter said in First Peter chapter 3 and verse 21 the like figure unto baptism doth not also save, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of good conscience towards God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is baptism that is going to save us by washing away our sins. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. Ananias told Saul, then the person that would become Paul the apostle author of 13 books of the New Testament. Why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Rise and be baptized and wash away thy sins. It's when our sins are washed away that we will have an opportunity of seeing God. And that's why Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 21, the like figure unto baptism doth now also save. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh. You're not getting dirt washed off your body. But the answer of a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You see, we're not washing the dirt off of our body, we're washing the sin off of our body so that we can have a good conscience before God. And so, this is the reason why we are to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Because without the message of the gospel, they cannot be saved because the power is in the message. And Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. You see, without the word of God preached unto them, they will never hear the saving message of the gospel, which is you have to be obedient to God. You have to be obedient to the gospel. You have to believe that Jesus knows how to save man. And that his words are to be obeyed. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved, but he that believeth not will be condemned. In Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 7, Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him, to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them, saying, I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. But when he lost one sheep, he went after that sheep. He didn't stay at home and say, well, I have 99 more. Well, because what happens if another one goes lost? Then he has 98. What happens if another five goes lost, another 10 goes lost? You see, the number keeps dwindling unless he goes into the world seeking after that lost sheep. In Luke 19 and verse 10, the Bible says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Well, how was the Son of Man seeking and saving that which was lost? He was preaching unto them. He was teaching them. He was trying to help them come out of false doctrine. In Matthew chapter 15 and verse 9, the Bible says, in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. We cannot worship however we want and think that God's going to be pleasing with us. We have to know what God wants of us. Well, how does that take place other than preaching? Jesus was teaching them what God desired of them, how to be approved of by God. And that's what we are to do when we go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We are to teach what the Bible says God wants of mankind. "'Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth.'" In Luke chapter 24 and verse 47, 46 and 47, Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name, to all nations. If that is going to take place, if we are going to preach repentance and remission of sins to a whole nation, it's going to be more than just a handful of people doing it. It's going to be all of the Christians in this world going into the world and preaching the gospel in order to turn the world upside down. Notice with me Acts chapter 17 verses 5 and 6. But the Jews who were not Persuaded, being envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace, and gathering a mob, and set all the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, Those who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Wouldn't that be amazing if? people could say this of our congregation. Those who have turned the world upside down have come here too. In other words, they were not satisfied with just turning their part of the world upside down. They had to come here too and preach Jesus to us as well. Now here, these people were trying to get them thrown into jail, but they recognized how much work was going in to what was going on here. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58, it says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. We need to be a people that as we go, we preach the gospel and abound in the work of the Lord. So as we go about our lives today, Let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, Small Devotional Tidbits to Stimulate the Spiritual Appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, Small Devotional Tidbits to Stimulate the Spiritual Appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.